Allosaurus. That's enough. It's time Allosaurus. See, I, don't I don't know, know when they were. Comp- I don't know how huh? difficult it is. It's it's so easy. I don't know what the fuck Catman and Timber are talking about. <laughs> yeah, when they're like, "Well, you don't even say the zero, Mike," because you get the rhythm, and I'm not off rhythm. Like I know I'm a lot of things. I'm bad with pitch, but I'm good with rhythm. One, two, three. Obviously, at that point, you can like get the tone in between. Like it's yeah. By the time the third, I say three, you shouldn't understand how much time's in between. It's not like when Timber's like and a one, a two, and a three, clap, clap. <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> like he did it once, and it was like it was a different rhythm. It was like it was like, are you in drumline? Like, what are you doing, Timber? <laughs> Go back to the Renaissance Fair. All right, welcome everyone to Potosaurus. It is going to be a much more low-key episode. It's just me, me and Kenny Boy today. How are you doing, Kenny Boy? I'm doing all right. How about you, Lou? I'm doing I'm doing an existence. Um, it's been a weird week. Uh, it's been the second week of Halloween month for me, so I've been wearing eyeliner pretty much every single day to the point where my girlfriend's like, are you sure it's for work at this point? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, it's for work. She's like, why don't you take it off? It's for work. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I stop work when I go to bed, technically. <laughs> take it off before I go to bed. Don't want to like look like a raccoon when I wake up. I will make myself look like a raccoon myself. To fit in with that, someone informed me that there is a MySpace clone called Space Hay. <laughs> so yesterday I made a Space Hay profile that looks like MySpace. And luckily I've had enough like in like either high angle... Or um, flash in the mirror photos from every day of uh, posting my live tweets that I just uh, <laughs> use one of those for my, my profile pictures. You know, you. Been, I, been I, I like time. the fact that you're talking about raccoons because earlier we were talking about the just random raccoon infestation that is going across Japan right now. Yeah, yeah, that's like I know why too because someone was telling me about it when I was over there. So yeah, apparently right now, like especially Nagoya, is it? Yeah. It's just like, like, like lousy with raccoons it's just like overrun what, with them <laughs> and if you didn't know uh raccoons are not native to japan tanuki are, tanuki are and uh, raccoons tend to like they're an invasive species and i think sometimes they kill tanuki i don't remember yeah but there was a cartoon i think back in the i want to say probably 70s i don't know if it was an anime or cartoon but it was called rascal and rascal was a raccoon so people started importing raccoons as pets well then they found out Spoiler, raccoons make shitty pets. They eat everything and destroy stuff, and you have to raise them as babies and even work with them to do that less, not nothing. They'll probably be the next animal that gets domesticated, to be honest, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So after they found out that um, raccoons are terrible pets, they just let them go (laughs) into the forest and stuff. So... They started populating or repopulating, whatever, and uh, yeah, now there's infestations of raccoons. Yeah, like, they're showing, like, news footage in Japan, and they're just, like, in the parking lots, in the trees, going around, like, you know, fence lines. It's, like, freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's, that's yeah, weird, like, because it's, <laughs> it, it could have been avoided, but, um, yeah. And, like, the news line says, they may look cute, but please be careful. <laughs> and it was just mm-hmm. like, who is stupid enough to go with their smartphone and take a picture of it? And I'm like, 
Japanese people. Japanese people are pretty stupid to do was, to do was, just that. Yeah, <laughs> like like not not to be overwhelmingly ge- like generalizing for an entire nation and ethnicity of people. If there are cute things, I've watched so many people just walk up to things that look cute and take a picture, and I'm like, you are going to get your ass beat. Like, they're going to get you. Like, like the country's lucky there is no at least confirmed existence of rabies in Japan, as far as I know. So, like, if you got attacked by an animal, the, the last thing you have to worry about is rabies over there. Yeah. So, like, and I think raccoons can carry it or something, but I think they carry, like, leprosy or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's leprosy. So, like, there, there's other things that can happen. And, like, since kids, since it was, like, people saw it as a cartoon character and it's cute and Tanuki are cute, too. They're just, like, they'll get really close. Like, stop. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. Yeah, no, no. It'd be like that. They just, they just think that they're just going to give them a loan for a house, right? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> do they just look like, where are your balls, man? Because, like, Tanuki are known for their gigantic testicles and raccoons are not. Yeah. Here, we earn our E for today. Yeah, yeah. Talking about raccoon testicles. <laughs> it's a weird week. Uh, I've, I don't know. It's been kind of like, it's been. A, I don't know. Uh, it's been such an odd week, especially like within my circles. Like so many people, like at least I know from the retro community, have been taking uh, mental health weeks this week. Like, and I mean a yeah, lot I've of been, people. I've, this I've isn't just one or two. It's a lot. I've been kind of seeing that as well. So I thought that was so interesting. I think it's I think it's that time of year because like seasons seasons changing to fall finally here i know you guys don't have seasons yeah um and it's getting darker more like especially like i wake up the morning at 6 30 and it's not light out until about 7 30 like where it's like you know noticeable yeah so like waking up like going to bed in darkness waking up in darkness uh and like so this is around when sad starts to take over so i think a lot of people one people are burning out because a lot of them are new to Twitch in the past year and a half, two years, starting with pandemic. So they're just finally hitting that breaking point of just being on all the time. Because, like, this was everyone's escape when they couldn't go out. So now, like, they're like, oh, shit. Uh, now I feel like I have to be here when I can kind of go out a little bit more. So I think people are finally hitting a wall on that. So, like, that and, like, you know, seasonal de- affective disorder, seasonal depression, all that stuff like that. It's I think it's finally starting to hit people. I definitely don't want to be awake most mornings. Like, I'm, like, up. Yeah, I'm, like, I could go right back to bed right now. <laughs> no, like, really, it's not even, like, for, for me, it's even just, like, I'm just, it's still dark, and I, I wouldn't even say I'm, like, I'm in a burnout mood. Like, I definitely don't feel burnt out, but I'm just, like, tired more. Yeah, no, I just started going back to work this past, not this past week, last week, and I just... Mm. I've been doing nothing <laughs> like today. And then Monday was like probably the first thing or first time I ever did like work, work on the computer. Mm-hmm. Cause I had to earn about like, what, like almost two years, right? Or about yeah, well, what year, eight months. Yeah. 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 Year, eight months, give or take. But yeah, no, like Monday was probably like the first time I was doing really hands-on stuff with what I usually do at work. And I'm like, oh, man, I missed this. I really missed this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I wish I was at the office alone and not at home doing it. But because mm-hmm. the the keyboard that I have at work and the mouse that I use is so much better at work compared to mm-hmm. the, the one that I had to bring home. So there's that. It's also just nice to have that, like, that, like, stable, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? I had it in my head and it was gone while listening to you talk. Just like that bit of stability and like that routine to have that back. Yeah. Like working at home is great, but like, like I never want to work in an office again. I'll always try to do a work from home. But if you're someone who does a lot better in an office where you can like separate your work life from your home life, that's a problem. That's the thing I have issues with. Yeah. Being home all the time too. Like you kind of crave that. Like I want to go look at bad screens and then come home like a good screen and not have to deal with them being the same screen anymore. Yeah, no, exactly. And, like, because the fact that, like, we literally have no customers coming in right now. So, like, literally all mm. I've been doing is just closing closing tours and, and shifting things around. So I haven't really done work work. So it's just, like, a mm. minute, like, 5% of what I usually do. But, like, because I haven't been really working, <laughs> I actually been just playing games and just watching tv the entire time like and i'm just getting paid while working granted like no no one knows that but <laughs> so yeah i know i know um uh when are they like supposed to like, even like open back up because like i don't think japan's coming over still for a while are they yeah japan is hopeful for uh, at least a december but how everything is probably or they're hopeful for fiscal which is april but yeah. to roll out fiscal, we need to be able to do contracts and things like that, get that all done, and be able to start booking from fiscal on. So they're hoping that my company will be in back 100% by January. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a long and maybe possible get because of how Japan is doing fairly wonderfully on vaccination which i kind of find really weird because apparently i'm surprised that they are yeah so like their total vaccination for first shot is close to for first shot is about 70 percent of the total population and about for second shot they're about 161 i think which is really surprising granted if they're using astrazeneca um they can't come to the united states because it's not recognized yet Mm -hmm. so if they're only using um pfizer or moderna which is the other two that is available in japan Mm -hmm. they'll they'll be able to come here um fairly and without any real problems but if you're doing astrazeneca then uh, i don't the barriers that to come into this country is very difficult well with the with that specific vaccine I would think. Mm, well, they have to do, like, the two weeks before and after type of thing. Yeah, so, like, I... Like, there are people coming here that aren't related to a tour, per se. They're just coming individually. They they tested negative. I've met some of these people because they're, they're my friends. Um, they tested mm. negative. They, to, they got the Pfizer vaccine. But on the return back, they had to quarantine for two weeks for japan because that was just how japan's deals was that's just their standard for it yeah right now they're being very lax i think it's like five Mm. days now but i guess five if you you test negative that's a good amount i guess yeah so that's that that's it right now but when around that time it was still the the full two weeks (laughs) Mm. so yeah i've been just I, I found another Xbox Series S and I bought that. So this is the second one that I have. I don't. Meanwhile, I don't have an Xbox Series S, X, or a PS5. Yeah. And you have two Xbox Series S's and a PS5. 
hey, be thankful I don't have an OLED switch. <laughs> I think that would be If like you did, I'd be... That, I think that's the I'd be like, right there. <laughs> I'd like only be like half upset about that because i'd be like well that's cool i want it but that's one like i don't i don't need another switch at this point (laughs) i do want it but like the whole like a lot of things are where it's like oh you uh you have better screen i'm like well i mostly play on the tv and handheld i mean like like for 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 me it makes sense because i'm mostly a handheld person i never Mm -hmm. i'm like i play it 90 97 percent of the time of my switch's lifestyle as of right now, has only been undocked, handheld. And my mm. friend who majority plays a docked wants the OLED switch, and I think he just wants to buy things. And I'm just like, dude, why do yeah. you care about it? Because you dock it anyway. <laughs> That's all you see, care about. See, I would be about. that type of... See, I'd be the type where I'm like, well, I just want to buy it. I'm like, well, I don't need it. Yeah. So, Wait, I'm do they just... even have them in stock anywhere? No. Switch, switch Apparently OLED. in Japan it it's been selling very very well. So yeah, it looks like it's all sold out. Oh, you can buy one with like I thought they only had the white Joy Cons for it, but apparently they have the red and blue again. Yeah, but everyone wants you know, like, the it white looks... ones because you know they want to be special. Like the only reasons I want it is I'd like the better dock just so I don't have to use my dongle anymore. Yeah, for the and uh, um the Ethernet right. Yeah, and also the kickstand on the back is just like it's one of those where it's like why didn't you guys do this to begin with the original kickstand was so fucking bad why did you not do this to begin with like i'm missing the rubber bit on the back of mine i it's just been gone since like the first month it's just been gone (laughs) so it doesn't stand up it slides over but like since it's nothing useful and i'm like i'm the type that always bought the new 3ds stuff like that because i'm rough on stuff but the joy cons are the same it's mostly only noticeable, like, improvements in handheld, and, like, I've, I'm have i using my Switch for the first time in months right now to play Deltarune, and I'm going to play it for Metroid, and then I think maybe Pokemon, that will probably be it for a while. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else is coming out. People See, keep asking me what games I'm looking forward to, and I'm like, uh, well, the only new system I have is a Switch, or my only current one, and uh, Metroid's all I really care about. See, you know, like, the only game I'm probably really looking forward to right now is Mario Party. That's that's the only game to be... Uh, you know, see, I keep, I keep forgetting that's even coming out. I've never been a big Mario Party person, so, like... Yeah. That hasn't been on my, like, radar. It looks better than previous ones have been. Like, they finally understood what people wanted. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, this book is, uh... This book is coming out in a couple days, and I, I probably need to go and get it. I'll do what a book? I'll do a, I'll do a review about this book. Am I, am I waiting for a picture of a book? Okay, <laughs> okay. Wait, is this the creative gene? How books, movies, and music inspired the creators of Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid? Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, was this it? Was this written by Kojima himself? Yeah. Oh, oh my no. god, I get out of here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's written number by one, <laughs> It's like Best the thing on Amazon. It's, it's, it's the best circle jerk. <laughs> this is really funny. It's listed as number one in bestsellers in heavy metal musician biographies. Yeah. Well, because I'm pretty it's sure... it's Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Ha! <laughs> they ha, just ha. got it from that. Ha! 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 has Well, it has death in, in the title and metal. Yeah. So, like, they just read death metal... 
Metal Musician Biographies. Oh, it being called the Creative Gene is just such a, like... Guy, he huffs his own farts. You know yeah. he just cans his farts and, like, goes back to them later, like, in wine bottles. Like, hmm, this was a good one. Uh, yes, I, yes. I, I made this spring, one when I invented the spring, uh, concept of camera. Spring of 1997. Yeah, that was a good year. Yeah. He says a giant one called the Big Boss. Yeah. Uh, Kojima's a uh, person. He is a person. <laughs> I, I personally can't wait, because I, uh, you know, say what you will about this person. I, I really enjoy his works. Granted, he really influences all of his things, and I really, I really can't, uh, like, any criticisms that people have about them, about this particular man, I completely understand. Mm. Yeah. Like, but, he's one of those people, like, I'm happy he's in gaming, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, y'all, y'all raise him up on a pedestal, but, like, Nomura is exactly the same. There, yeah. he's, he and Nomura are very much two sides of the same coin, but Nomura shits on your childhood, whereas, uh, Kojima huffs it, so. See, I, see, I don't understand the, the particular hate with Nomura. It's because everyone's mad because he's the one that, like, made Final Fantasy more edgy and added the belts and the weird character designs. I'm like, but you know him. Obviously, his, like, his art style and stuff were so influential that it was popular and worked. And, like, I think people forget that stuff's really popular in Japan. That was yeah. to get the Japanese market, not our market. Yeah. And, like, Kingdom Hearts, despite it being a lot of nonsense, y'all keep buying it and playing it. So, obviously, it's not that terrible if you love it. Yeah. Main reason they hate him right now is because of um, Seven Remake, which at the same time is like you know he doesn't have like complete control over it, right? Yeah. Like this isn't like if he has people on the team that he's always worked with, they're going to come up with the same thing. One person is not responsible for every single product. Yeah, he has like I don't. So he never even written Yuffie's part, mm -hmm. and people were like, "Oh, Nomura did it again with Yuffie's part," and I'm like, "Dude, you don't even know." No, the person that was in charge of uh, bridging the, the whatever part two is going to be was in charge of Yuffie's part. Mm -hmm. And, and even like, like then, like, um, I forget, they forget this too, like, Nomura was the director of Seven Remake. Who yeah. was the writer? It was Nojima. Nojima's yeah. the one that writes all the bad stuff. <laughs> like, Nojima's the dude, like, they always complain about Nomura, but Nojima's the one that wrote 10, 8, Advent Children... Seven, <laughs> like it's he's the writer. Like all the stuff they complain about Nomura, it's like no, it's Nojima. It's Nojima doing it. Which initially, when people were saying Nojima, I didn't realize it was a person. I thought they were making fun of Kojima and Nomura as one person, which I would like that. But yeah, it's like it's it's really like he's the one that's the at like the heart of all the stuff, and like no one makes that connection. It's like okay, but like yeah, one person does not. Like make the entire product. Yeah, so that yeah, then that's another thing too. You know, like how there, there's a big thing of boycotting games because this one particular guy's been involved, and I really hate that mm -hmm. practice because the project is not just directly tied to one freaking person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> unless they were bonus. like, 
if it was someone like I, I'm not playing Undertale because I hate Toby Fox, but like okay, that's fair because he pretty much did all of it on his own. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah. one of those, or like I don't like anything Jonathan Blow did because Jonathan Blow is a piece of shit. Well, yeah, he's pretty much made all of his games on his own, so yeah, that in that scenario it's fair. Yeah, I say this kind of ties in too with like a little bit of news we had where the Yakuza director and was it the producer? Yeah, the producer. I forgot what the other day. Yeah, the the producer, longtime producer and um, directors of the of the series um, just parted ways with the company. And a lot of people were worried about how, you know, judge, Judgment and then also Yakuza are going to be in the future. As if, like, those two people were responsible for everything that was been good in it. They definitely have been very influential, but, like, they haven't really had that much to do. At least uh, the director has not had that much to do with the series... Hands he on for a while, you said. He hasn't done I, anything since I'm really... six, probably. Was probably when mm-hmm. when he was like, "Yeah, I'm done with it," because that's that's the end of Kiryu's story. So that would mm-hmm. make sense. <laughs> yeah. Did Kiwami two come out before or after six? It came out. It came out before six. It was using the same engine, though. I think. Okay, because so I was trying to remember because that's a that series that like I've never. I've only, you know, which ones I played. I've really only yeah. put a lot of um, effort into uh, seven. Yeah. So like, wait, no, Kiwami Two came out after six. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, that would make sense. I Game mean, it's followed, using yeah. the same engine. It's using the same engine. That's why. So. I think they were in development at the same time. Was that Sakamoto? That was it, or is that is that the name of the director? I believe Sakamoto. Okay, he was the longtime series one, yeah. Yeah. But, like, then he stepped back and just became the producer for the series. The director ended up becoming um, Yosuke Hori, who did, like, a dragon. So people were always were worried, like, when they announced that they were leaving, like, what was going to happen with the series. It's like, well, two of the most influential uh, and successful seri- games in the series came out after they stepped back, so I wouldn't be worried about it. Yeah. Like a dragon in... in- Ju- Judgment both have sold a lot. Like Judgment even like came back more after like a dragon sold. So I'm like I wouldn't be worried about it at all. Yeah, Believe I'd be more worried about the fact that they're going to work for like. Are, is, are they going to work for ten cent? Is that what it is? I think so. It's funny. I like look at Yak. First, I type in Yak as a director. Yeah. And the first thing I get is before and after because of how different. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, Toshihiro Nagoshi. He hasn't really worked hands on with the series even before two and Kiwami or Kiwami two and seven and six. I think he might have been there, but like he wasn't the director hands, hands for a long on. time. Yeah, he probably just was like around to like you know sign off on things, but like yeah. So yeah, he's he hasn't like the series has been fine without him. Yeah. Like you know, without him being like in the like the the driver's seat, so where where is he going? Let me find out. He is going. Oh, he's going to NetEase, which I'm trying to remember which one NetEase is. All these, if they're going like Tencent NetEase, I think it's like those are things for Tori about more. <laughs> Let's see. They made the Chinese versions of, like, a lot of popular games that came out in the West, and they have a minority stake in Quantic Dream, so who cares? (laughs) (laughs) 
I think they do a lot of mobile stuff, but I think they've been trying to get into the console market. So, like, he's going to have his own studio and stuff, so I don't know. I'd be more worried about the companies these people go to. Yeah. So. And, you know, like, Lost Judgment sold great for what it did, so. I I hear a lot of um, good things about it. I haven't played it yet. Isn't there a House of the dead yakuza version in that game in lost judgment yeah there the fact that so you know they the latest virtual fighter 5 game that came out the 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 final showdown which is like the the one that it's like oh yeah we're doing internet play yeah that Mm -hmm. entire game is in lost judgment (laughs) yeah that's in there which i think is the first like release of it on modern console like on um ps5 and stuff like that that'll yeah. be the first release of those it has sonic the fighters in it yeah sonic and then the i fighters. think it has yeah <laughs> i was just like what <laughs> then i think it has yakuza of the dead which is a someone was telling me there is like a light gun shooter or something based on dead souls in there i don't know if it's something you can play or you just see it there's Let's there's see. like a bunch of other things like it's it's very interesting so like i'm I'm only... Oh, Komodo of the Dead. It's called yeah, Komodo, Komodo of the Dead. Komodo Sorry. Of the Dead. I'm I'm only like three chapters in, so I guess I, I guess I'll talk about a little bit about Last Judgment now because of this. So like, I've I, I'm really enjoying my time with this, and the they they made this thing called school cases. So basically, you're investigating mm-hmm. and you're basically being a school advisor for a certain club. And that club just is basically doing all the social link stuff. So, which is very interesting. And, like, certain characters from Judgment do make a return in this one. So, it it does kind of behoove you to replay or at least play Judgment. You don't need to replay it. But, you know, it'll be like the the surprise of having a character show up from Yakuza 6 to 7 that kind of connection so to speak because mm. they do a kind of a good good thing of like oh if you never play judgment this is what this character did for for talk originally so they kind of do that and one of the characters that was a girlfriend romantic partner in the first game is carried over to the second games. So I, I haven't gotten to that part yet, but mm-hmm. she is in this second game. So I'm like, Oh, I wonder if you could continue that romance again, which is very interesting because she was like a, a twin. So <laughs> yeah, I want to pick up, I want to get lost judgment, but I still need to play judgment. So well, will Oh, Oh, Maybe that'll be a thing to get on PS5 when I eventually get one. Yeah. Oh, and Lost Judgment does fix the the transverse like the the way you trans walk in that game much more easily compared to mm-hmm. like a dragon because they included a skateboard and you can like literally just it's yeah I heard about faster. that it's three times faster than walking and it just to get from like you have to go from literally where the homeless people are where chinatown is and to get there within like 30 seconds is like absolutely fantastic <laughs> and i love it so i'm, I'm watching footage of um Commodore of the dead and i really want it now 
<laughs> like it's it's you, you move you aim with the analog stick and stuff like that, but it's it's House of the Dead, but but Yakuza. They just had the the Yakuza guys as the as the as the zombies for the character sh- designs. I like it has all the Dead Souls like monsters and stuff in it too. Uh, okay, so yeah, they probably just patched that and just prettied it up then. Yeah, so it's probably. I mean, it was. Let's see who who the playable characters that show it. Because, like, in House of the Dead, it still shows you who the playable characters are. It might not show it, though. No, it doesn't. It just... Anyway, that makes me want it really bad. <laughs> I really yeah. want that now. I hope they release it separately. They won't, but I would like that. Because I just want that now. What else did we have before we went on that tangent there? Not, have you played one. Metroid? No, no. I See, so... That's that's another thing. Like, that's another series. Like, I'm 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 a fan of Nintendo, but I've just never played these games. I've never played Metroid. Yeah. I, I've I've never been a a fan. I get the appeal of Metroid and Castlevania and the Metroidvania appeal. I get that. I really get that. Mm-hmm. But I've just never been a fan of playing those games. <laughs> so that's fair. Think... See, I used to be, more, I guess, a more of a big like Nintendo centric person, but like. As I've gotten on, like, I really don't care about Mario or even, like, Zelda. I've, like, started losing a lot of interest in over the years. I guess just because, like, I played Breath of the Wild. I, I can't play it again. I tried playing Skyward Sword HD, and I'm like, hmm, it's just not doing much for me anymore. I, to, like, to be perfectly honest, I, I like the sub-game genres of Nintendo IPs much more than the Nintendo Like IPs. the spin-offs? Yeah. So, like, I love... Like, Hyrule Mario Warriors was yeah. fun. Oh, or Hyrule Warriors. Exactly. I love um, Fire Emblem Warriors as well. I really love those games. But I uh, I guess the only game that I'm very close to is Pokemon and Fire Emblem. So the mm-hmm. RPGs ones. But everything else has just never clicked with me. Not even with Mario. I, I don't think I've ever finished a Mario game as well. And then Breath of the Wild. The only, the only reason why I finished Breath of the Wild was because I was forcing myself to play it through stream. Mm-hmm. But See, I'm like I'm still really much into Metroid. Like I, I, it's not that I even like Metroidvanias. I like Metroid. Yeah. Which I always like. I have to explain because people are like, oh, there's this Metroidvania. I'm like, no, I like, I like Samus. I like Ridley. I like the I like the world. I like the aesthetic. Yeah. I like Metroid. Yeah. I don't care the way it's presented. Like I like 2D. I like Prime. I even don't mind. Like I played through other M twice. Like, yeah. it's it's a shitty, misogynistic story, but, like, the gameplay is fine. Like, if I'm ever like, you know what, I just need something, it's fine. Like, I can I can do that. So it's like, I'm happy to see the series back. I guess you should and be like, really happy the fact that it's been selling very, very well, too. Because... And it's been selling older games in the series better, too. So, like, I guess people are going back and buying Samus Returns, and yeah. they have a 3DS, they might be buying... The older ones, because it said that like older games are being are selling better. I'm like, well, they don't really sell a whole hell of a lot of them on uh, like you know any other shop. So you'd have to buy Samus Returns on 3ds. Like it has some downloadables of uh, um, one, two, and Super on 3ds. If you have a Wii U, you can get you know Zero Mission trilogy stuff like that. So like I guess the people are going back to those. Or if they're just looking at, like, the um, Nintendo Online apps and seeing people playing a lot more Metroid 1 and Super. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm happy it's doing well. It got me... I got really... 
annoyed because like i've been avoiding everything about it because i yeah. just don't want to know and like some people have been spoiling it. i'm just like shut up i have to make i had to make a separate channel i'm like you guys can talk in this channel but do not fucking tag me in it um because like i don't know any i don't want to know anything but like i was on like kotaku and they're just like i don't know why of all games to pick they pick metroid to be their one about how people should be pirating nintendo games like yeah. i don't care oh. i'm not here for any type of brand loyalty and shit like i am you do whatever, and, like, I'm not even going to get on people about, like, Emilia or not. You do whatever you want, but, like, of all the series to pick, of all the Nintendo things to get on about how it's morally fine to, like, pirate, why are you picking Metroid? The game that we finally got a new entry in the series, it's not a remake, not a port, or anything in, like, 18, 19 years? This is the first, wait, no, 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 no. When did, so this is the first story progression in 19 years. Prime 3 came out, like, 2007. Well, I think we got Other M in 2009. It's been at least a decade since we've gotten a new Metroid game. I'm like, and you're picking this one to be your scapegoat for your bullshit? Why don't you do this with, like, Skyward Sword HD or anything else, Kotaku? No, don't why even, this one? Not even that. The fact that they didn't even have the decency to at least wait a week? Even a month? Mm-hmm. They waited two fucking days to talk about this. Kotaku's really gone... Kotaku's always been kind of weird. They've gone downhill a lot. Like, they used to have Jason Schreier there, and he did a lot of good work. And, like, I'm not going to be like, again, like, brand loyalty. Don't have brand loyalty. There's no reason to have it, even to any yeah. company you like. And if you're going to pirate things, you're going to pirate things. I'm, I don't care. It's You you figure out the, the morality for you on that. Like, I, I'm not even, like, my hands are not clean of this. Like, I, I get it. But, like, they could do this with... Why do this with the new game that came out? Other than, like, of course, because it's going to get traction. Like, why not do this with... Zelda or Mario or the 50 million re-releases of that to write an article like that. I don't get it. Like, why pick the game that needs to do well? <laughs> like, we might not even... I bet you we won't even get Prime 4 now. I bet you Prime 4 won't happen now because Dread did so well that we'll probably just get a continuation or, like, another one like this from Mercury Steam. I bet you Dread, Dread, Prime, if it hasn't been doing, like, well development-wise, it's going to be DOA. It's, it's, like, gonna, I, it's just going to fold into whatever the sequel to this yeah. game is going to be and like i, I just a... i really think it's just going to be this new like aggressive like 2d platforming like you know 2d side scrolling style that mercury streams made because like i don't know if it's metroidvania i don't know anything about it and i don't want i don't want to but metroid or samus returns um was it was before metroidvania style really solidified you don't go back too much. There's not a lot of backtracking in Samus Returns, and there isn't in um, Return of Samus, the original Game Boy version. Yeah. But, like, they made Return or Samus Returns very aggressive. Like, you, I've been playing through it on Fusion Mode because um, that's the hardest difficulty on the 3DS one. You have to know how to counter. You have to... If you're going to take risks, you, lo- you risk losing a lot of progress because I only have... Two energy tanks, so I think I have like you know like less than three hundred health. One hit knocks me down a full tank, basically. You have to be very careful in it. So like it seems like they're going more for like this style of faster pace, aggressive, and like I would like to see a lot more of this. I'd like to see this more than Prime. I like I I was worried about Mercury Steam taking over the series after hearing everyone complain about them with um Castlevania before, but I like have no worries anymore with them. I don't know how I got on this tangent. I don't know what you're gonna say next. No, no, no. It's fine because, like, I thought that that's the right progression to go with this series because mm. I feel like that that 
more faster pace, higher action stuff is going to really resonate fairly well. It's the next step, I would think. I think it, it's definitely what the series needs. Like, because it could go on and be like your typical Metroidvania, and people would be fine. But I think it like them going a different way because there's always been the 2D era, that, and then there's the 3D era, and this is just like, how about we have an evolution of that where it's more of like, because it looks scary like it looks like low-key scary because it looks like you're constantly being chased or at least there's areas where like the emmy robots are chasing you a lot more and like it's a lot more you need to be on your toes and i kind of like that for this series because it needs it because like after fusion fusion was how it was like that where um, did you play that one at all no no not really (laughs) okay well fusion was the first (laughs) okay that's what i make sure so fusion was like you start the game, you go through your typical thing, you go and find, you go, you go down to a planet, you come back, Sam has got infected by X parasites and they have to remove her suit. So she's depowered. Like, this was like a, like, she's, you, you usually lose all your powers in games, but this is like a, here is a very valid reason. It's not because she bumped her head or, you know, all of her <laughs> stuff's offline because of something or someone stole her abilities. She literally lost parts of her suit. So, yeah. like, she's susceptible to cold because, like, since she, um was saved with a Metroid vaccine. They're weak to cold, so now she has Metroid DNA inside of her. So she's weak to cold. Um, you don't have as much armor. You take a lot more... Um, you take a lot more hits, or a lot more damage from hits, stuff like that. And that's just, like, the normal mode of the game. Yeah. And then, during the game, um, your suit parts, which were infected by X-Parasites, reanimate into a fully-powered version of you, and in instances in the game, it chases you down. And it has your ice beam it has your missiles it has all of your powers so you're basically running from yourself the entire game and it's not until like the end where you finally kill it and reabsorb your powers but like that's why how she looks in dread is how it is because her suit's regenerating because she had she finally got the rest of her pieces back and she's still fairly underpowered compared to other things yeah so like it it like kind of set the standard of like here is a narrative reason for it to be more of an aggressive tale now like you know it 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 makes sense why the series went that way because you had to be a more on your toes a bit more aggressive or like defensive depending on the situation in fusion and then red samus returns picking that up and actually adding like a counter move which you kind of have to use it too much like there could have been more variants but i think nintendo was like had a really short leash on what they were allowed to do yeah and so look looks like dread like changes things up even more so i'm really i'm really hoping i'm really looking forward to seeing what they're doing i really cannot wait that's why I was so angry at GameStop, because, <laughs> like, I have been waiting since 2006, since I played Fusion, to see a continuation of the story, and you are fucking me out of my game. You, GameStop, not you, me. <laughs> yeah, not you, GameStop. And it's not even that I couldn't buy a normal copy, it's that they screwed me over out of my collector's edition, which... We didn't get a collector's edition in Japan. We got a version with a CD, and everyone else got a steel book with that looked like a Game Boy, and other stuff. So like, I needed this one. Then yeah. they didn't want to even help me locate a copy in town or anywhere. Just pretend, people. If you work at any retail stores, I understand. I understand it sucks. I hate dealing with me. I'd hate for you to deal with me or just anyone else. But in situations where like someone there fucked up, just pretend you're looking in your computer for another store. Be like, nowhere else around here has it. Sorry. That's an acceptable answer for most people. They'll be like, well, you tried. This store did not do that. They just fed me a bunch of whining 
about how their management sucked. I'm like, you're the manager. This yeah. sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Don't I'm, tell me that. Like, see, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a worker bee, so I know how this is, is. And when I've heard what you were telling me, that's total BS. It's, it's mm-hmm. fucking BS what he told you. And like, but, and like the fact that you were able to order it online, they could have been like, well, why don't we check to see if they have it online? We can have it shipped to your house. Something like that. Anything. Because like I've had people do it before. Like, well, we don't have it. Do you want me to see if we can ship it to your house or something? Because yeah, that's can, how I got my Amiibos. They can do they it could as, have done um, that. POS, like the GameStop POS, and that's easy. It's so easy because like it, it just ended up working the fact that I was I was able to get one. And it just arrived mm-hmm. uh, a day of recording. So I'm going to send that out within a week or so, give or take. It's just like, I was so surprised. Like, I've, I've worked retail and it sucks and you try and do what you can. Like, when I worked at the pharmacy and people are like, I need this medication. Be like, let me see if literally anyone else in our store has it. We yeah. can either send you there or send, you know, a courier or if it's down the street, I will go drive down and pick it up for you and bring it here so you don't have to leave. I've done stuff like that and like, it's just weird when like, a manager of a store is not willing to do anything. Like, especially if you're going to tell me how, like, the management was so bad and you're trying to keep up. Like, why don't you do better then, bud? Yeah. If the management was so bad before, why don't you show me how you're better? Yep. Like, I actually complained. Like, I know I told you the story, but I actually complained directly to corporate because I've never had such a bad experience with a store and they pissed me off on the wrong day. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, like, I had, I bought the standard edition. I returned that to a different store. And someone in my voice chat, when I was telling them what happened, they're like, oh, just go return it to the one across the street. I'm like, I walked over wearing a Knuckles t-shirt, like a Sonic the Hedgehog Knuckles t-shirt, a Godzilla baseball cap, painted black nails, eyeliner, and a checkered mask on. There's no way they're not going to recognize me. Because like, oh, maybe someone else might know. It's cute that you think that they change shifts at GameStop, but it's like one or two guys the whole day. (laughs) No. So I went to a different store. (laughs) Especially now. Yep. Yeah, I've never actually done that either. I've never returned. I've, oh, I've returned one other game that I never opened. That was Left Alive because that game was bad. I returned it to Amazon <laughs> when I was still in Japan. I like one other thing. They're like, "Why do you want to return it?" And I'm like, "No reason." See you later. That's something that. we can talk about. I forgot. I finished Shenmue. We yeah. haven't gotten to talk about Shenmue yet. Do you do you have vivid memories of that game still? Oh yeah, you know how you have any Chinese people? Do you know any Chinese? You know people? how? I'm sure you're not surprised, but you know how many people popped in and asked me either if I've seen <laughs> sailors, Chinese people, or forklifts. <laughs> so like people are like, do you ever see any sailors? Mike, we've done, we found the sailors. We're working at the pier now. The what whole the final problem? disc. Okay, so it's a three-disc game on Dreamcast. First disc is you at the, like, the main town. The second yeah. disc, you go to the pier yeah. to um, investigate. Third disc is you working at the pier as a forklift driver. Yeah. The whole time. Every day you go there. You have no control over, like, the flow of time at this point. Yeah. So, you go there in the morning, you work 9 to noon, you have a two-hour lunch, then you work 3 to 5, or 2 to 5, forklifting. And minimum amount of times is like five or six days of that. If you know what you're doing. I pulled up a guide because I'm like, I'm doing this a minimum amount of times. You can stuck be stuck doing that for weeks. <laughs> for weeks. If you don't know what to do and find like the next story path. When I was playing the game, Sega's, Sega's like official channel came into mine. And they're like, 
what are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing Shenmue. <laughs> Do you guys like Shenmue? And they're like, yeah, well, we published it. I'm like, yeah, that was a stupid <laughs> question to ask you. And then they saw, like, I was doing a Sega month. They're like, so what's your plan for Sega month? I'm like, well, today's the last day. You guys picked the last day to come to Sega month. <laughs> but they're there, and I'm like, I really hope you didn't hear me complaining about the forklifting for, like, a solid hour. Because <laughs> I'm like, I fucking hate forklifting. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. And then you know, Sega's like, hey... Hi, Sega. <laughs> Hi, Sega. And are you going to announce what they did with you after? Oh, that... I don't know. It was where like, I've been hanging out in their chat, and like I think they didn't mean to do it, but I got modded and unmodded in their chat in like the span of 30 seconds, and I'm like, I hope my reign was strong and honorable. <laughs> There was another person in the chat that had a very similar name to mine that had been around a lot, and I think they just told the guy, oh, the one with you in their name or something like that. So they saw me and did it. They're probably like the partner with the RYU or whatever. So they did me, and they're like, oh, shit. It was the other guy. Because <laughs> then, like, they were modded after. I'm like, okay, someone screwed up on that end. But I was like, I was just like, really? Oh. 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 <laughs> You know, like, when you said that Sega modded you for some strange reason, I was like, it makes sense, because you pip in all their shit as of late. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do all the time anyway, just, I, I like I like my Segas. I didn't have a Sega, like, as a kid, I didn't have a Genesis or a Saturn as a kid, I got a Dreamcast in 2004, so, like, so, I'm finally actually playing through all these games I've always wanted so, to play. So, so, I have a question, would you be interested in, like, having a, a collection full of, like, Dreamcast games? Yes, yes, because a lot of them are stuck to the system. Like, you got yeah. ports of, like, PS2 got, like, Space Channel 5 1 and 2, yeah. GameCube got Skies Arcadia, Sonic Adventure 1 and 2, um, Evolution Worlds, and all the, all the systems got Crazy Taxi. Then the yeah. Xbox got Jet Set Radio Future, Crazy Taxi 3, and Shenmue 2. Like, they just, like, took all their stuff and, like, split them up with the other three, and then they yeah. all eventually started getting the same sequels. Yeah. So like I would I would love it because it's just so spread out. It's like minimum you need to have a Dreamcast to get a lot of the original ones like Jet Set Radio stuff. Like if you want original hardware, you can get some of these newer ones now. You need to get a Dreamcast, which has some of the better versions of a lot of those games too that got ported. Then you need a PS2 for sequels that we never got in the US. You need a GameCube for um enhanced editions of games that we got on the Dreamcast or like um, compilations are just sometimes better versions. Like, Skies of Arcadia looks worse on GameCube, but it has much better, like, mechanics. And you have to get an Xbox if you want, like, sequels to Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Sega GT, and Shenmue. It's like, what? it's... What, what What would you think is, like, the most, like, expensive Dreamcast game? As we're um... Skies of Arcadia is up there. I have a copy. I have no idea how much the person or how much Shotgun paid for it, and I don't ever want to know. But I have that. That one's easily over a hundred dollars, closer to two hundred and fifty, I think. And it didn't about, even have a manual. So what about Marvel vs. Capcom? I think Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom Two, I think, is pretty expensive. Let me see. That's actually a good question because it got ported to Xbox or it got ported to PS2 and. I don't think I got on... Yeah, I did go on Xbox. The Dreamcast version goes for about $200. PS2 version is about $150. Xbox version is less, but I think that's the worst version. Yeah. 
So that one's pretty expensive. Um, but that's been ported, and, like, I think it emulates well. So, like, the, as far as, like, Sega-exclusive ones, I think Skies of Arcadia. Although I'm looking for a lot of other ones now, and I'm like, oof. Like, I've just been buying Japanese copies. I bought Japanese copies of House of the Dead 1 and 2, which 1 is for Saturn, 2 is for Dreamcast, and then uh, Zombie Revenge, which is set in the House of the Dead world. I bought that in Japanese for Dreamcast. I'm going to buy Typing of the Dead in Japanese as well. Because, like, at this point, it's like Japanese ones are just a lot cheaper. Well, like I said, when I when I go to visit in the year 2027, 20, <laughs> at this point, I will, uh, I'll be on the lookout. Dude, I want to go over and buy a lot of Saturn games. Apparently, um, someone in my chat, like, saw me play Deep Fear on Saturn, and they're like, oh, I found a copy for 2700 I'm like, oh, that's not bad. They're like, yeah, but that's a lot more than Saturn games are here for most other ones. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Because I think you can get Saturn games for, like, 10 bucks type of thing. Yeah. So, like, I just want to go over to Japan and buy a ton of Saturn shit now. Yeah. So, like, for for me, personally, I really need to go, like, like, if next year's not possible, I really need to go in 2024. <laughs> you might be able um, to at least go over for, like, yeah, maybe not your full grand tour, but if you can go over, like... You know, in the next six months for your, like, you know, family reasons, that would probably be doable. Well, you just like, wouldn't be able to go, like, see a lot of people. Well, someone turns three, and you know how three, three, five, seven is super important. Oh, know? God, you have to be there for that. Yeah, so I kind of have to be is that, there for, for three. <laughs> is that next year? It's it's the following year. Okay, so yeah. they're still, what, are they one and a half now? Yeah, she's one and a half right now, so. Yeah, yeah so you need to get over for that. Yeah, like I, I like, and also I, just in general to see them. <laughs> yeah, I need to see this <laughs> in person <laughs> instead of a video screen. Because uh, let's just say this much: she's getting really distracted of seeing a mini version of herself on the bottom left of the screen. Oh yeah, she's at that age. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, also it'd be just good for you guys to like finally, you know, meet in person too. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, I. Like I, I need to go. I need to buy some stuff anyway for Japan stuff. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I want to go back over. I'm like still waiting on my. I'm really hoping I don't get screwed out of my pension because it was so close to like the cutoff. But I, I really hope they understand with COVID that like how long it took to ship shit. Yeah, no, and just things no. general. I hope they're like if not, I'll just like raise hell. Be like, come on, y'all. We could not ship things normally for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I want to go back over there, because I need to see Dooku. Dooku's like, please do not come over... Or he said, do not get married for another two years. I'm like, why? <laughs> He's like, I'm having another child soon. I'm like, okay. He's like, or come visit after my child is born. Okay. Oh, yeah, and Br- Brilhe got married, too. And he was like, yeah, I need to have the ceremony. And he asked if uh, if Japan is open within the year that I go and see him for the ceremony. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to go anyway. But yes, that is a good example. Good Plus reason I, to go over. Good reason to go over. Plus, I want like my Japanese copies that I'm missing for, for Yakuza because I'm missing the PSP mm-hmm. games. I'll uh, need you to pick me up uh, Luigi's Mansion on Switch in Japanese as well. Oh, because I have the whole set. Se- yeah, I have the whole series in Japanese except for Lu- Luigi's Mansion 3, and then I also I need that and um 
Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, and I guess Village as well, which they should both be cheap at that point. I need the yeah, COD versions say, yeah. of PS4. I'm, I'm surprising you weren't going to ask me about Resident Evil, because I remember helping you try to get the copy for the GameCube one. Yeah, well, I need the PS4 versions, because I have everything else. I'm like, I would like to have all the games in Japanese on That's PS4. Well. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, um, now, like, now it's just, like, like now it's just, like, Chronicles. catching up. What about, like, the spin-off games as well? Like, like I, I have everything else. I'm, like, oh, I'm Re- caught up, basically. Like, Revelations and the Chronicles mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I ever sent you the picture, but I have, like... I'm only missing, like, little things. Like, I don't have 5, 6, 1, and 0 on PS3, but I don't care. I have, like, all the unique versions. Like, I even have um, Gaiden on GBA, or GBC oh, right. in, uh, in Japanese. Yeah, see, like, and, uh, I, I wanted, Mercenaries I 3D. Metal, I want to do that from Metal Gear eventually as well. I, I mean, I have the... Metal Gear Solid, like, 3 subsistence. I have all the Metal Gears in Japanese. Yeah. So I need... If you ever want to, like... I need the Stop. I need to find the Game Boy game. That that's that's the one that it's. Oh yeah, game. good luck. Go to um, um, Dotonbori. Not um, what is that? Nipponbashi. Yeah. They probably have it. Yeah, that's 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 one that's been uh, eluding me for a while. Cause everything else I can, like I'll, I'll spend the money eventually to go and get it. Like VR and VR two and well no substance yeah. um substance is VR two. I already have that. Um, it's it's somewhere in this house. So, that, that's another thing. Like, I, I know I have everything, but it's just my house is a, an Asian family that grew up grew up poor, but now is fairly decent amount of messy kind of thing. A lot of, lot of hoarding. A lot of hoarding. So, so there, there's that. So, I know I have everything. I remember that I bought it. I remember that I bought everything, but it's just like, I, I don't know where everything is. <laughs> I have a good idea, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think where we were on stuff, because I'm like... We, I'm, we were talking I'm, about I'm Metroid, and then we just went on this huge tangent. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens. It's funny, because our episodes, when it's just the two of us, it tends to be shorter, but it's a lot more, like, tangent Because it's just yeah. the two of us that take turns <laughs> going on tangents. Yeah. Oh, um... How do you feel about Sora and Smash? Okay, so that was a hype fucking trailer. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I just got the announcement. I just only saw the announcement. I should probably watch it. Any like any trepidations that I felt like about like oh this is the final character, oh it's a sword character, oh it's Sora. That that trailer was fucking hype because just you know, I got the goosebumps listening to to, they, they had the orchestra version of Simple and Clean playing when he flew in because he's he's Kingdom Hearts 1 sword because he looks flying around with Tinkerbell's fucking magic and mm. it's 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 a sight to behold and just him shaking hands with Mario near the end and it's doing you know the Marvel versus Capcom like that or that X-Men versus Street Fighter handshake you know that that Wolverine and Cyclops handshake like thing like for fighting game fans if you'd like a huge FGC kind of guy, yeah. the 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 fact that Sakurai replicated that specific image with Sora and Mario was very very cool, and for a lot of FGC guys, really freaked the fuck out about it. 
I don't have a huge problem with him being in there. I'm just like, there's way too much Square Enix in here for Square Enix to not release anything yeah. new on Nintendo systems. What's really funny, because like, you know how everyone's like, oh, Square Enix is, they have such a monopoly on their IPs. They're never going to allow people in Smash. They've let four fucking IPs or four different characters in. Yeah, you got Cloud, Sephiroth, Hero, and now Sora. Sora. And not just any hero. You can pick any hero from the last, like, from four different games. And yeah, the, you got the 11, 8. Games. Yeah, it's like, yeah, their palette swaps are for, like, the big, like, popular ones. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I was just like, this is too much Square Enix for me. So, it's, it's very interesting that it was, it's only been RPG games and... Or JRPG games and Japanese franchises. Minecraft was the only exception. Mm-hmm. Um, well, or, um, um, Ma- Minecraft in a... Let's say Ma- Minecraft and... Hold on, let me see. Fighters. Just let me look at Fighters Pass. I can't remember who's on it. Fighters Pass. Banjo? Let's see. Oh, Banjo? <laughs> so, you got RPGs, which you got... There's 11 characters total, technically. You got Joker, Hero, Byleth... Um, Sora, on, okay, why are they doing it in such a weird way? Joker, Hero, Byleth, um, Sephiroth, um, well, hold on, Sephiroth, Pyrrha and Mithra, Sora, um, I, I, am like, so, I'm, why, why are they, whoever, like, made this list, like, it's too many of, like, the, oh, here's, uh, the fake list one. Okay, here we go. For RPG characters, though, you got Joker, Hero, Byleth, Sephiroth, Pyrrha, Sora. Six out of the eleven are RPG characters. Then you have two fighting game characters, or three. You have Min Min, Kazuya, Terry for fighting game characters, and then just the two oddballs are Steven Alex and Banjo. Yeah. It's like very like, yeah, it's mostly Japanese franchises. Two of them are not Japanese, but like it skews so heavily RPG wise for being a fighting game. Yeah. I still think it's funny that people thought, like, Overwatch characters and shit were going to be in there. <laughs> or, or Waluigi. I'm so upset that um, Travis Touchdown didn't get in there. They made him a, a me fighter. They also made a Doom guy a me fighter. And yeah. Dante's so, a me fighter as well. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm guessing you never watched the entire presentation. So... They announced. I haven't watched. I haven't watched it at all for the. Um... Okay, so during that presentation, Sakurai announced that. Remember the Smash ballot, from yeah. 2017, give or take. Mm-hmm. So if you remember when Bayonetta was announced, that she was the second character, second mm. top voted character, Sora was first. I think so they didn't. They say they're like they're like we asked Square Enix and they said no. Like I think they've been working on this for, a, for like four years they, basically. They, originally they said no. Originally they mm. said no, and they were kind of like saying, "Oh, we don't know if we could get them, but yeah, we we were able to get them." Apparently, um, Nomura and everyone at Square side was heavily involved with the the Musa and the creation for Sora. Like, Nomura mm. straight out said it. Like, we were... We had to do a lot of helping hands and to make sure that everything was perfect. And I think that was mm. the caveat for specifically Sora. 
Which is funny, because, like, they let them kind of do whatever they wanted with everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, now, that all, now that all of them are out, I might actually get the second pass. Like, I just don't have anyone to play with, and the online's garbage. Yeah. So, like, I haven't gotten the second pass at all. I'm wondering how they'll do um, for, like, the next system. I wonder if they're just going to keep porting this one with, like, bug fixes and stuff little by little. Because, like, Sakurai's done. Yeah, Sakurai's And, like, I don't know... I, I don't... I would assume... I don't know how they can... T- I would assume you would port this one. You just you play the licensing fees that you got and port mm-hmm. it because there's no possible way that if you restart this game, there's no way you you'll be able to match this game. This is going to mm-hmm. be the new melee in all intents mm-hmm. and purposes. Yeah, I just figure like we're going to get like collect like um collected editions of it over time. Maybe they'll add in new stages and or music, but like there's so much like licensing hell for this game. I wonder if they, like, just paid a flat fee for, like, in perpetuity, <laughs> we get these rights, because, like, there's yeah, so, so much in there. So, so even for Kingdom Hearts, like, for, for Sora to be in Smash, Kingdom Hearts, they only got seven songs, I think, which is fine, mm-hmm. which is understandable, because they they got rid, the only Disney reference they were able to get was the end of the keychain, uh, the keyblade. It's, it's so, like, weird. It's so, so weird that, like, because, like, they iced out, uh, sort or Donald and Goofy in, like, the stained glass window and stuff. Yeah. So, that, that's what I was gonna ask, um, for uh, the Hollow Ashens, that they iced out Sora and, uh, um, they, they iced out Goofy and Donald because of the fact that they couldn't get the licensing. And all the other soundtracks they couldn't get, so they had to do everything that was strictly within Kingdom Hearts's all their original stuff. All their original yeah. stuff. And they couldn't get Simple and Clean Sanctuary. And then um, anything from 3. They couldn't get that. Mostly because that's owned by Universal Japan, not Universal mm-hmm. America. And they would have they to probably would been able to. They probably would have been able to do it with Universal Japan if the game was only in Japan. But Yeah. So, they probably would be able to do it for Universal Japan if... Like not even not even the orchestra versions. So like the I think the the simple and clean song that we got in the trailer. I don't think we get that in the game. I think because just getting the license for simple and clean was just too much, which is a shame. But it is how it is. Because I'm pretty sure Utada would wouldn't mind getting the song in, but it's just universal at this point. Universal and Sony, I think. That's that's the whole thing, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. It's the end of an era, and the fact that they were able to get Sora in the first place is fucking fantastic. I'm really upset that like I I low key expected Sakurai to at least fake people out. Like I haven't seen the trailer, but I expect him to fake people out and show himself as a me fighter as being the final character as a joke. Oh, oh, dude, the final character the- is me. And him the, just staring the tra- the camera. The trailer for, for it made it look like it was Dark Souls. I don't have to watch it. I just haven't done it yet. Like, I just, I forgot, honestly. Yeah. It's fine. But there's just, like, a lot of people were like, is this Dark Souls? Is is the, the is this, the, are you lighting the bonfire? Everyone was freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, no, I've I've enjoyed 
this magical ride and I've I've watched the trailer a handful of times and watched the presentation a handful of times I still get goosebumps it makes me wish I was still in college when like when this is coming out because that's when I played melee the most and then brawl the most and it just like not having that experience anymore just like smash is cool and I like it but like I just haven't been able to play it the way it always was getting older sucks <laughs> it does yeah, especially yeah, with so. online being garbage because like I can't play with my friends from here it's too bad yeah no no I, I completely understand like he, his 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 move set is uh very very interesting he has a combo move set which is absolutely fucking broken in my point of view so his up B can transfer into a side B and his side B is a three a three a three point teleport move oh fun that's not broken. Yeah, so he can he can jump out of certain situations, but it has to be up B to side B. It can't be side B to up B. That's the only limitations. Hmm. I did see that they have like three different co- or four different costumes based on one, two, three, and dreamed up, right? Yep. Oh, and then the. Five, six, seven, eight is the valor forms. All, all the different, the ultimate form, the flame form, and then the Kingdom Hearts two, the black and white form. Uh, limit form. No, um, the the one that's um in uh Steamboat Willie. Oh, okay, uh, that's cool. The only way they could have it, and the only other Nintendo, or Disney, Disney reference they could have. Yeah. And all the expressions is like like the Disney cartoon stuff. So it's such a weird choice because of like how much they had to actually take out of it. Yeah. Well, speaking more about Nintendo stuff, I know it's been a little while since that Nintendo Direct, but we didn't get to talk about it when we had Cap and K last time. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember what was even in the Nintendo Direct. <sighs> There's. I'm trying to remember, I had I had a list well, up and I clicked off what? it. <laughs> I guess the biggest thing is Bayonetta 3 got re-announced. I'm looking forward to that because, one, I got faked out because I'm like, what the hell is this? This looks different. Then, two, I'm like, oh, is this Astral Chain 2? And then Bayonetta shows up, and I'm like, okay, that's not Bayonetta. That's Cereza. So I'm like, what is this game going to be about? That's what's confusing to me. Because did you play Bayonetta 1 and 2 at all? No, that that's another game that I'm probably just going to play. But if you tell me now, I'm probably going to forget by the time I get there. It's not like so. a there's a there's a character in the first name game named Cereza, mm-hmm. and she has the twin tail pigtails exactly like Bayonetta three Bayonetta has. Mm. So like, she looks younger. She has a different voice actress, but uh, the lady who plays Bayonetta normally said she's still in the game, but she can't not say how. So I'm like, oh, I wonder I if this is a prequel. An alternate dimension, if there's going to be, like, it's a sequel with both, like, Cereza and Bayonetta in it, so I'm like, what are they going to, I'm just curious what they're going to do. I'll get it no matter what, but I'm just, like, curious is, how it's going to go. Is that why she just yells avocado? Yes. <laughs> I've seen so many memes. What What's the the main ingredient of guacamole? It just dances forever. Avocado! <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking lost it. <laughs> I lost it when the first time I saw that. Oh yeah, that uh, Mujihi fucking <laughs> loved it. 
Avocado. I don't even. I don't remember how what it's actually supposed to be, but like avocado or something like that. It's it's like I think it's some like un like aspirated consonants or something. I'd have to actually see it spelled out to actually remember what it is. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, do not autoplay this video. Do not autoplay this video. <laughs> I will smack you, Polygon. Um, let's see what else. Oh, Kirby got like the Last of Us style game coming out for some <laughs> they reason. La- they got a Last of Us like fucking Mario Odyssey style game, <laughs> which looks weird. Everyone was complaining like, oh, "Why is there? Why is it open? And there's not that many enemies." Like we saw nothing of the game. We saw barely anything of the game. This is this is the deal with Nintendo fans. <laughs> this is, this it's is like, the deal. <laughs> they, like they, it could Kirby, have. Fun. This is the first time they're mixing up the Kirby like formula in like a long fucking ass time, and I'm like so for it because this this is like the most hyped game since since Crystal Shards since the fucking sixty four that mm-hmm. I've been so excited for a Kirby game. I just have a feeling they showed it kind of more sparse the at the time. <laughs> Like it's Kirby. It's not. It's not supposed to look like. I don't. I don't know what people are expecting. It's fucking Kirby. But like, yeah. I think they showed it more sparse to show that it was supposed to be a weird take on Kirby. Like, yeah. I. I. That's something we'll have to see more of. It's not coming out till next year anyway. Yeah. It looks interesting. I'll. You know. I might. Might like at least play a demo of it. I remember they showed more Splatoon stuff too. I don't really. Yeah, well, I'm, we're, so well, I'm not a Splatoon three guy. Like I know my coworker was probably going freaking crazy over it. Mm. She she really I'm likes like, Splatoon. <laughs> I'm skirting around the big thing. Um, let's see uh, what Chocobo, else. Jokobo Ma- GP, and I'm so excited because oh, B B cannot wait to play that. She was like immediately. B's like I I'm gonna buy the shit out of this. I'm like really, <laughs> I, I I fucking love this game. <laughs> like, you know who's I, in it is a character. Fucking Steiner's in it for some reason. Yeah, Steiner, Steiner is gonna. Well, they always had the 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 guest characters because um, Squall and and Cloud was a character in the the original PS One game. Mm. And the story the story mode for Squall's one is really really funny because the car he uses is the rental car. Oh my god! <laughs> the rental car in eight, and then the the level is um the. Idea's uh, festival parade okay. from the from this one. So it, it it seems like they only got so much information from eight, or they only got from disc one, and they're like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean, that was the only part of eight that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what else. Castlevania Collection got announced. That's out already. I want to pick that yeah, up eventually. Um, Act Razor is getting a remake, which I've never played Act Razor, so like. Uh, yep. They got shadow yep. release. Like literally, they were like, "Hey, yeah, uh, this is released and it's out now. <laughs> go, go ahead." Yep. <laughs> Not a lot of fanfare for that one. I feel like if you're a, a boomer, you'd be excited for it. But my friend was going fucking nuts because he he was like, "Oh shit, an Outraiser game!" <laughs> there are dozens of them, and they were all excited. Yeah. Let's see, Monster Hunter's getting an expansion and also coming to PC, which Thank I might just wait to get God. a PC version. Thank God. Like, I, I got Rise on Switch, but I might just wait for a PC version and just get it all in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that looks cool, but like they really didn't show anything. It was a CG trailer. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy formally got turned into Triangle Strategy, <laughs> like yep. we all thought it would be. <laughs> I might try that. It looks like they're going to do some more updates for it. I do like the fact that that comp- that the developer making that one 
works like does take actual feedback from fans when it's making the games like they have their they have down what they want to do but they want to know what pe- what people actually enjoy and then they tweak it yeah. i do like the idea okay, of like so how they did the it with, demo i didn't like i didn't like octopath the... so much but they did do that before and like it did make it a little bit better yeah from the first demo to the second demo yeah you can tell like they streamlined like the chat the uh, the what you can do what you can say you can speed that up like a lot of quality of life things that a lot of people were bitching about apparently mm. they fixed so I'm like oh okay that's good 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 on them so I'll probably grab that when it comes out yeah um let's see a couple more things the Mario movie cast got announced and Meh. I don't know I don't know what the fuck Miyamoto was saying <laughs> It's now, such a weird lead. Lead aside, <laughs> lead aside, just the random other characters that are voicing or people that are being choi- choice to voice this. The these characters the, are the only character I'm 100 percent behind is Charlie Day as Luigi. I'm 100 percent behind that. I feel like that could work, especially if he's like a little because he can do Goofy very well. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Jack Black as Bowser, I can accept. I'm not. It wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm like, it'll probably be fine. What about Doug Bowser? Oh, how about we get Doug Bowser then? <laughs> I find it is weird there. that is there. <laughs> I find it weird that Keegan Michael Key is playing Toad. That's just so, like an odd choice. This also makes me question that is he playing the specific character of Toad or is he playing or all, the, all toads? the Toads? <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's all the Toads. If it's all the Toads, I would love to hear how he does an impression of Toadette. <laughs> I would love Cap and K to go on and just yes. be like a single Toad. Yes, please. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, I think, is a dumb pick. I feel like that's really, really bad. It's really weird. Like, I like don't want to the- hear, do- like, Stoner Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. Can we have Chris Naga voice Donkey Kong? Oh my god, that'd be great. I'm trying to think of who I'd rather have play him. Like, I'd rather have, like, Michael... Who's the guy that plays Hellboy? Which one? Uh, the old one. The old one? Oh, fuck, um... I'm forgetting already. <laughs> I'd rather you have like the War Never Changes guy from Fallout play Donkey Kong. I feel like have, that would be um, like have David Hayter play Donkey Kong. <laughs> I would take that. I would take that one. I forgot who's playing. I don't know who Aunt Anya Taylor Joy is as Peach. I don't she, know who that is at she, all. She's like the new hottest thing. Like she was in the uh, what is it Glass? Okay. Movie. She, she she's like the new hot hot actress right now i just a lot so much of the cast is just like of course they are of course you pick them and like i really i don't know why chris pratt is mario other than he's popular i hate chris pratt as mario so much like this this is another thing so this is the english version of the cast so apparently they're gonna make a japanese one and Mm -hmm. and i i'm assuming that they'll just pick the usual people they're not gonna go big. They're gonna probably pick like a big, big enough Japanese voice actor. But the people that have a Japanese voice, they'll probably just bring over like they usually do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really upset that Charles Martinet is not Mario. I just feel like it's so, 
much of a middle finger to the man who gave literally gave Mario a voice and made him recognizable for who he is. Yeah. And can actually, you know, speak his net character in full sentences. Like I know he's not a big name, but like if anyone deserves to be their character in their like like Sonic's had a bunch of different voice actors. Charles Martinet has always been Mario. That is Mario's voice. I can understand yeah. not wanting to have him play Mario and Luigi because like that'll be confusing, but like let him be Mario. I don't want Chris Pratt as Mario. Make him Toad. Or I would even be better as, if they're like Chris Pratt's Donkey Kong and be like, okay. I could see him being kind of a doofus for that. But like him as Mario is so, such a bad choice. It's such a bad call. I, I also think that... So, for for me, like I, I've, heard, I've heard either or. I'm like, oh, okay. The fact that he's being involved in some way is kind of a... a it's a it's an f u bone. It's it's literally an f u bone. I I I, I understand that. Mm. Like Though it's good I that also... he's still. It's good that he's still in the movie. It's just like he gets to be everyone but himself. I bet there'll be like there's probably gonna be a point in the movie where Mario bumps his head or something, and it will switch to Charles Martinet's voice for like thirty seconds, and that will be it. Yeah. Like, I bet you it's just going to be like that, or they'll run into something and it will change into 2D or something, and he'll have Charles Martinet's voice from Mario and Luigi, and that will be all we get. I wonder if it's going to be like a self aware thing because just how big this cast is. Mm hmm. And it'll be like, oh, there's a TV show and it has him voicing Mario, and he's going to be like, oh, I don't sound like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe if they like went into like. Too bad the people like the people who played the Mario Brothers Super Show people are like have passed because they could even like you know run through all the different iterations of Mario as well. Yeah. Like the fuck, I don't know. It just it feels too much like the Lego Movie again, like the Lego Movie cast again. Yeah, so, that's like, just... that's what I fear about this. Like it just feels like all ge- like it, just overall the picks are all just generic. It's like of course, yeah. like we got we got voice cast the cast. And here they are to do uh, Game Movie the Movie. Yeah, and I, I also think that his voice is just going to have a much bigger role in this particular showing compared to prior. See, like... I think... Go, go, go I think I, could hand, I think I could handle him being a narrator. If they, like, had a narrating part and Charles Martinet did, like, the narration for it, I think I could handle that. If it like how, kind of like how they did in Bit Trip Runner and stuff like that, where like he oh, yeah, was the yeah. um, like if he was like one of those where he had it was a persistent voice but he didn't voice the characters, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but the fact that my boy Spike is going to be in this movie also really surprised me. Spike, yeah, he's the green little little monster thing. Green little monster thing. Koopa? No, 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 no. I'm looking. I don't see whoever you're talking about here on this cast listing. So, my boy Spike. Okay, that thing. Okay, I yes. don't know any of those characters' names. Yeah, and the only reason why I know this character is because he's in like Mario Party and tennis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and all the all the other blow away games that people are like, ah, oh, no, no, that's not canon. <laughs> Yeah, he was in Super yeah, Mario yeah. Uh, the Golf game too. So, but yeah, it's a it's yeah that was like a weird patch. Like Miyamoto came out and was announcing it, and we're all just like, 
I was in a voice chat where I was just like, why? <laughs> why? Because also a lot of people joking. didn't realize that the t- I, th- I thought he was legit joking. Because like, we also, um, a couple people thought it was like a live action movie. I'm like, well, it's supposed to be animated, which makes it a little bit better, but I just, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't even the best thing announced, though, during that. The best thing was the uh, the Nintendo Online being exp- expanded, which, for still an undisclosed amount of money, which I don't understand how they didn't have that nailed down, it must be a significant increase in price if they aren't willing to announce it yet. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like PlayStation Plus price. I, I, I already fucking know. <laughs> like, I bet you it's either gonna, it's 20 now, it's either gonna go up to 40 or 60. It's gonna be 60. If they put it, it's it's, gonna be, if they make be it 60. sixty, people are gonna be pissed. Though, if they make it sixty, there will be a riot. Because, like, I haven't updated my um online yet because I haven't played anything in a bit. So I've been waiting yeah. for this because I didn't want to like because I have to buy mine from Japan anyway. Yeah. So like, I want to know they're putting N sixty four games, which is cool. They're putting Genesis games, which is really cool, so I can play Streets of Rage two online with Chris. Uh, what I'm not really happy about is the prices of their single wireless controllers for the Genesis and the N64. Oh, okay. How much are they? I've not, I didn't get a chance to look at 50 it. 50 bucks so. each. So, Ooh. on one end, I can be okay with the N64 one being, I could have done 40. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's the N64 one, whatever. My big thing is, you're getting a single Genesis controller for $50, and it's the three-button version. Japan is getting the six button version, same price. Well, that's not that's a fucking rip. <laughs> you know, it's also like more hilarious. You can just buy Retrobit official uh, Sega Genesis controller six button for like thirty five dollars with a console and a USB dongle for it. Yeah, I know because I have them, and I'm like, why? And they also have more buttons if you want to have shoulder buttons too, which makes it even weirder. So it's like, why why are we getting inferior ones for 50 bucks from Nintendo? I'm sure they'll be built well, but, like, get fucked. Holy shit, get <laughs> fucked. They're like, the N64, or the Super Nintendo controllers were like, I think you get two NES controllers for, like, 40 bucks. And then N6, Super Nintendo ones were, like, 40 each or something. Yeah. So it's like, the fuck are you guys doing? Like, I hate that you guys can get away with this, too. Like, I'm not gonna buy them. Because it made me mad, but... It's like, this is ridiculous. You guys shouldn't be allowed to do this. I'm just happy that, like... I just hope it's not too much of an increase in price, because, like... I want to play Streets of Rage 2 online. Yeah. Oh, and I just remembered I had to buy a shirt on the Yeti today, too. But yeah, I hope that means, like, they said that more will be coming. Like, Banjo-Kazooie is going to be on there, which I thought was really surprising and I was happy about. Um, I never thought we'd see that on a Nintendo console again. Yeah, no, I was very surprised about that. And um, all those people that were like, oh, yeah, Super Mario 64 is also going to be on there. Well, get fucked. (laughs) Yeah, well, we knew that was eventually going to come to that separately. But now, like, there is a, a purchasable version. There's a ton of those anniversary copies still around. Like, they're not gone. Yeah, so like I said, I am I am playing the long game with that, and I'm gonna wait like four more years. So, do you have a sealed copy still? Yep, I never opened mine. I opened it, played it. I'm like, I don't know why I did this. I don't want to play any of these. These don't play well on <laughs> on this. Like, cause like like Sunshine's weird because if you have the Pro Controller, 
if you don't have the GameCube adapter, it's not very fun to play it. And yeah. um, Galaxy is just not fun handheld. Yeah. It's just bad. So, like, I'm like, well, this is a bad experience. So, but, All right, Was there anything uh, else? Let's see. That's I remember, like, much... there's not a whole lot going on this week. Like, Spooky Month, I'm like, I mean, we're not really doing a whole lot about that. That's something we can maybe even talk about when everyone's back. Yeah. I mean, not even... Like... Uh, uh, someone, someone said... Someone, someone asked... What was like the most spookiest thing that you played in a video game? And a toss up would be fucking that second house in Resident Evil Eight. Like that's like for me, that's like the most like Oh I the Margaret House, yeah. Yeah, like I, I fucking can't. <laughs> Especially with the, the boss battle. Hmm. Like I can't because that's Was this one of our questions? My, that is my <laughs> that is my worst nightmare in video game form, and I'm like fuck. Was this in the, our questions or? No, no. Like I've just been seen around like oh yeah YouTube scapes. I'm trying to think like what like the scariest part like because like I like what was scary for me before streaming and now like is very different like. I found Resident Evil 1, like, any version of that, like, especially the GameCube one, I found, like, uncompletable. It was incompletable for me because it was so, like, atmospheric at the time, but, like, as a streamer now, like, playing horror games and have been playing them for, like, years online, um, I'm just, like, I just walk, I see a monster and I'm just, like, how can I just walk past you on the side so I don't have to deal with you? Whereas other people are like, oh my god, and they're, like, firing all their ammo, I'm like, where is just the door to walk out of here? Because <laughs> I'm done with this thing. I'd say for me, like, probably, like, because it was my first horror game, RE4, uh, the village encounter with, uh, the chainsaw guy, that was, like, the my first time playing horror, and, like, the chainsaw guy, and, like, getting killed and decapitated a lot, like, that was probably the scariest part for me, initially, a lot, like, when I was playing games. I haven't really gotten that high again since then. Well, I don't know if this is a, a spooky game for me, but I, I guess it's spooky for other people, that is, I, mm. I've been inflicting this on, too. Is so ever since coming back, I've been playing Hitman. Like, uh huh. Like a lot. Like it's very mm. scary. Like how how much hours I put into Hitman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure me and Timber can probably talk about it a bit more because apparently he went through the first one. But okay. So last month it was available for um the second game was available for PS Plus. So since you had we had the first game way back when like maybe two years ago i was able to transfer all the levels over from the first game to the second game fairly easily so i've been just playing with the new added stuff that they add into because they added coverage and a lot more quality of life stuff that was missing or was a little bit of a hindrance in in one made it a little bit more streamlined in two mm. yeah i remember watching tom play a little bit of a the Hitman reboot, like with like the the first one that came out of this, and like I just, I'm not good at stealth, so I never tried them out really. Yeah, it's it, it's really funny because it's it's a game that you need you need to know how to fuck with the AI at will, and it's very interesting once you kind of understand the the AI mechanics for certain characters and how they react and stuff like that. So. One of the things that I like doing is the the side missions. Like so they ask you to go kill other targets that isn't the main storyline 
main targets. And basically they're just like side characters off like a like a guard or like a, a chef or something like that. Mm. And one of my favorite ones that I like is it's in Paris, which is one of the first levels in the first game. And you have to go kill three people with a battle axe. The battle axe is located on the first floor. The second and third person that you need to kill is on the third or fourth floor of this level. And the only way to go up there is from a basement using a staircase that you gotta gotta sneak around in the back. And it's mm-hmm. just so freaking hilarious because you have to kill these guys as the, the the standard suit. And I was just like, yeah, it's uh, really fucking funny just seeing a bald man in a suit holding a battle axe sneaking around in the background. <laughs> I'm just like, don't pay any attention. Don't pay any attention. I'm just a bald guy. No, no, no. <laughs> This is just typical, typical white guy stuff going on. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Typical white guy stuff. Don't don't worry about it. So I I just found it really funny, and I just I spent so much time in that that around the time that Judgment came out, I wasn't even playing Judgment. Like that's the reason why I've been taking so long on finishing Judgment. Usually, I probably would have finished it right around now, but because I've been just playing. Hitman so very very hard and it's it's kind of been like relaxing kind of just like to fuck around with the AI <laughs> mm-hmm. have you played the third one yet or is that the one you no, said you're playing so, yeah I'm probably gonna wait till I get the third one or wait till it's like really cheap and then I'm gonna get the third one because I want to carry everything over and probably like all the quality of life stuff from three or from two to three is going to carry over into the other three levels, which is good. So, but I've been like, as a person that wasn't really paying attention to this series beforehand to becoming like really, really addicted to it. I'm just like really surprised. <laughs> like I haven't even played the other games that I bought. Like I bought Death Stranding, the director's, director's cut or whatever i haven't even opened mm. it i've read well, it came out already. I wanna... yeah no yeah it came out around... it came out the same day as judgment and i wanted to beat judgment before i, I even started on uh death stranding because death stranding is kind of just like a comfort game where i just walk around and just beat up ghosts so... <laughs> but no no like i've been having so much fun with hitman and like it, if if I never got the Series S, I'd probably be still playing Hitman for a long time. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, uh, anyway, um, do we have anything else, or do we move on to questions? Yeah, sorry, let's I'm like move getting, on to questions. I'm, like, hitting the tired point, I'm sorry. Nah, it's fine. I think that We're was really all we had to talk time. about anyway. <laughs> Alright, well, we have some questions from my server. There was a couple that I missed from a while back um, that we just never got a chance to address from, like, a month ago, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, first one was from Off Duty Whores. Um, the trend of remaking older games and treating, wait, is the trend of remaking older games treating the gamer community well? Does it bring the golden oldies closer to new users or is it money grab? I honestly think most of them are like, 90% of them are money grabs. Like, I get, you could always say that like remakes are bringing the games to, uh, new users, but for the most part, remakes are aimed at people who grew up with them and not new use, not new players. Like they might bring new people in, but like majority is to get the people like the pixel remasters are for nobody but people who grew up with the games yeah those I are totally for nobody but that. that 
Yeah. So like, <laughs> or like people who are like, oh, I've wanted to play those, but I don't have a Super Nintendo. It's not a whole lot of new people because like, if you like Final Fantasy, it's like very split. 2D era, PS1 era, like honestly PS1 in like to 10. So like 1 through 6, 7 through 10, and then MMOs are separate and then modern. 12's for nobody. 12 is for nobody. So like, I don't know. I don't really think for the, I don't, I think it's, it's overall, I think it's hurting the game, like the, uh, like gaming community overall, because we're not getting it for things. We're not getting remasters or remakes for things that would maybe need them. We're getting it for things that constantly get re-released anyway, like Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, Pokemon. You know, there's going to be a remake every like other generation, stuff like that. You're basically just like, it's just giving this, keeping up the status quo and like, it's, I don't really think it's doing much. It's I also like well for Pokemon like for that thing for Pokemon. I also think that it's a way to get those Pokemon back into the modernity of the new gens, hmm. especially back then. Yeah, since there's so many Pokemon, I I can understand with a lot of the Pokemon ones. It's to bring, um, honestly, probably just to bring in old players again and to remind people the Pokemon that exist because there's roughly a thousand Pokemon now. So, and then also before, since you couldn't transfer, like, it made sense to have Leaf Green and Fire Red, because one, um, Red and Blue, Gen 1 and 2 were stuck to GB, uh, Game Boy, and you couldn't transfer those Pokemon to GBA, so I think that was just the way of, like, it made sense back when systems were more locked off, but it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we have a follow-up from Teak. First, you have to consider what kind of remake you're talking about, because the world... Is, that's a world of difference between remakes that strive to be super faithful to the original and those are more loosely inspired. Yeah, that's also fair too because like, I don't think like Final Fantasy VII Remake is meant to bring in new f- new fans of Final Fantasy. It's for people who like Final Fantasy VII lapse players to bring them back with the thing they've always wanted but like it's yep. changed so much it's more loose. It might end up being more loosely inspired than actually a thing. Then like Resident Evil 3 Remake I don't know who that's for, because that's more loosely inspired on Resident Evil 3 than it is, like, Resident Evil 2, which, all things considered, was a more faithful adaptation, still with some changes, but, like, yeah, that's what you're gonna get. Yeah. Um, then we finally have some questions from this week. Uh, what was your favorite, Fatal asked, what was your favorite costume you wore as a kid for Halloween? Uh, Goku. And what was really interesting, the kid down the street who is smaller than me also dressed up like Goku, so I called him Goten. <laughs> Mine was Master Shake from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It was actually a very <laughs> well-made costume. Like, my mom made, like... My mom made this one, her and my sister. The, like... You know, like, those um, cross-stitch rings where, like, you know, you put, like, you put thing taut? So that was, like, the biggest one they could find was the lid, and then they built around it. So there's the whole lid built around it, a straw made of like, you know, cardboard, everything like it was covered in felt and looked like it. And then these very long sheets of white felt um, to be on the sides. It fell down kind of like a shower curtain. And we had like the eyes and the mouth and everything and the hands. And there was little holes for my hands to get through, but they just didn't because like where the hand placement was. And then there's two rods in the inside that like I held in my my pants, like in my pockets. And like it was master shaking. It was a fantastic costume. I need to find a picture of it. Um, let's see. Uh, second question is from Black Shotgun. Thoughts on Undertale's fanbase in regards to Deltarune? 
Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't, I, personally, I don't care about both. <laughs> so I like Delta Rune. here. <laughs> so Timber got his little sassy. Well, you probably like Delta Rune because it doesn't really have anything that made Undertale what it was. I'm like, okay. Isn't there <laughs> touch like, the nerve on that? Isn't there like alternate or different endings for that as well? There are, and like, there's a bit more freedom. Gameplay-wise, they play roughly similar, but different enough. Like, you have a party. I just, I'm happy there's no power of friendship stuff in this. Like, there's a, one of my favorite things is there's a dinosaur girl, a purple dinosaur girl who just, like, curses and gets mad all the time and destroys shit, and she's my favorite character, and I love her. I was like, it's like, it's made for you, kill. <laughs> yep. It's been, it's a lot funnier. It seems like Toby Fox is a bit more, like, uh off the like off the reins a little bit like he just yeah, seems like he's not loose with it <laughs> yeah he doesn't it doesn't seem as tight like worrying to be this he's just like fuck it i'm doing whatever i want like there's some character interactions that are great like there's this character in the second chapter named the queen and she just like everything she throws explodes into like a like an actual like fire like image with like an explosion sound and like it's everything and it's just the gag keeps going where's everything else is pixel art like, if at one point, like, the spoiler for Deltarune, so leave now, uh, you'll drive, a, you're driving in a car with her, and eventually she's like, okay, everyone stop, get out of the car, and you get out, you're like, why, what's wrong? She's like, I don't know if it was gonna explode now or not, and then the car explodes, she's like, okay, I was right, and then you move on, everything explodes that she touches. So, like, that gag, like, it's a lot funnier than Undertale. Undertale was just too pretentious for me, and then this one's just, like, it's someone who has obviously done everything they wanted to do and is like doing like they, they they've gotten enough success that they're doing whatever they want now and i like that let's see next question from mass defect thoughts on the best song from deltarune so far i like the battle theme that's the only th song i know off the top of my head and I, yeah i know you have no anything <laughs> <laughs> you don't know <laughs> and then our last question is from Chris Naga. What's your favorite candy, and would you crush a whole bag of them at once? My favorite candy is American Smarties, also known as Rockets other places. It's that chalky, like, little, like, tablet candy, which all do I have different flavors, was, by the way. I didn't know it was called other things in other places. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, in um, Commonwealth countries, like uh, Canada... Australia, um, UK, stuff like that. Their, um, Smarties are more like M&M's. Mm. Um, but I love Smarties, and I could, and I can and have and will crush an entire three-pound bag of them in one sitting. See, okay, so... This, this might change from time to time, but if I had to say gun to head, what is my favorite candy of all time, it has to be 100 grand. Now, will I crush a whole bag of them at once? I think I will literally vomit if I do that, but I think I can. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's all the questions we really have. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Uh, not really. Just hmm. happy to be back. Happy to do yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, we. this is actually recording on Thursday because it's supposed to be Tuesday and then everyone has to move it to Thursday and then only <laughs> Ken and I are here. So, this is late but will probably be an easy edit to be honest yeah but yeah the only thing for me is um i have a youtube video up i think it's it went up in between episodes um about streets of rage 2 the end the top 10 enemies i hate in that game so watch that on my youtube channel twitch dot or youtube.com slash cody hunter uh but other than that you can find me on twitch.tv slash cody hunter monday through friday 
at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time playing retro games. It's uh, Hollow Emo Month, so I'm playing a bunch of uh, horror games, retro ones specifically. Might have a couple modern ones because someone bought me a copy of Fatal Frame 5, which I didn't want to play, but now I have to. And we'll be doing a Luigi's Mansion 3 with cosplay at the end of the month as well. And then you can find me on Twitter, um, Space Hay, um, all those other places, Cody Hunter everywhere. And how about you, Ken? Where can people find you? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakadu. You can find out where I talk about the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com. You can follow me personally at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Inaiba, Roboco, Herobo, and more Inaiba. Oh, yeah. Well, yep. Thank you guys for listening for this uh, very special episode of uh, Potosaurus. Um, we will uh, see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yeah.